Welcome back to another episode of The Scorer's Table. I'm William Robbins. We've been gone for a little bit. I apologize. That's on me. I've been busy. But we're back better than ever. Joined by Julian McKee. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Yeah! What's good, everybody? Thank you once again for tuning in to another action-packed, analysis-filled, beautiful episode of The Scorer's Table. Um, yep. Really excited to talk some basketball. The world is... It's, it's, it's quite busy, of course. We've got the playoffs. We've got James Dolan getting sued. <laughs> yeah, my man. D'Angelo Russell, free D'Angelo. How was your trip with? Uh, how was your trip to Ithaca? It was fun. It was a lot of fun. I was there for, for four days, got to see my girlfriend. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm just impressed that you've got, you found a girl who can, like, who can, like, you can watch the whole game with, you know? <laughs> you you, you got to keep her. You got to keep her. Man. I was loves, talking, she I, loves basketball. It's I great. I've already said this once, but I was about to hook up with this girl, and I, was, I put on the Nets game, and I just spent the next 20 minutes just yelling at Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Just, <laughs> I was That's telling a shock, her. Hey. <laughs> this fucking guy can't make a layup. What, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Anyway, let's get anyway, right anyway, we got we got a good episode. We're gonna talk about each of the four um, conference semifinal games. We got Toronto, Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, Denver, Portland, Golden State, Houston. We're gonna talk about each one of those series. Unfortunately, like we're not gonna have that much time to talk about what's happened in the past. Damian Lillard's fantastic. OKC blew it. It's pretty much it. That pretty much covers it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's on me. I haven't I haven't been available so. We're going to hop right into this episode, though. First series we're going to talk about, Toronto and Philadelphia. Now, my prediction before the series was Toronto in five. Which I agreed with. Maybe six if Embiid went off for one or two games. Yes. The fact that Toronto is down one to two is shocking. It's it's not shocking. I think I I disagree with your word choice, Will. It's not shocking. It's it's heinous. (laughs) It's heinous. That's what this is. Philly, yes, they have a, a very nice starting five. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But is this team beatable or is this team beatable? Toronto, one of the things about Toronto is that I, I've always been a fan of them during the year because not only am I a Masai Ujiri stan, but yep. it's a team that can play small. They can play big. They can run you off the floor, and then they can throw in Siakam, Leonard, and Gasol all at the same time and just body you down low. And you know what? Toronto has not shown up. Here's the thing. Kawhi's been fantastic. Don't even get me started on Kawhi. He's been unstoppable. He embarrassed Ben Simmons. He's been embarrassing Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons should be at home with Kendall Jenner crying in his bed right now on his pillow. <laughs> yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi's been fantastic this season. Fantastic. And I, I started not this season, this all well, this season too, but this series, he has been fantastic. Have you seen the stats about their offensive rating when he's on the court and when he's not? I haven't because I've been because when I look at their box score, I'm preoccupied with how <laughs> pathetic the rest of their team is when playing. Kawhi Kyle Leonard... Lowry, Marcus Saul, Fred VanVleet. I'm a big oh, Fred, been, Fred Van Vliet. Bad. I think he's a starting point guard in the NBA. He Ooh, I wouldn't one, say that, but he had one point in 20 minutes last night. Norman Powell minus 12. Their entire team that isn't Siakam and Kawhi and, and Danny Green, who was pretty good. He was pretty good last night. He needs to take more than nine shots, though. I think. But this is—it's been a pathetic effort by the Raptors, and I'm—I'm just—I'm mad about it. I'm really mad about it. Yeah, I'm very—I'm very disappointed in the Raptors. I thought that they were by far and away um, the better team in this. If you had told me that Toronto sweeps Philadelphia, I would have probably believed that too. Uh-huh. It's just—and this is—and and I have to 
Kawhi has been fantastic this series. Siakam has been fantastic this playoffs. But when Kawhi Leonard isn't on the court, their offensive rating goes from about like a 115-120 to a 48. Jesus. Basically, they perform like 40 points worse than the worst team in the league last year. That's insane. Without Kawhi Leonard on the court. Now, I, I love those kind of stats. My favorite one is how bad the Celtics are every time Al Horford isn't on the court. Yeah. But I have never seen a discrepancy like that. He is carrying them in the third quarter of last night's game, which they lost by 21. Uh-huh. He was, I believe, 7 of 7 for like 16 points in that quarter, and they still got outscored that quarter. It's it's insane. It's insane to me, especially when a team played plays Greg Monroe for fourteen minutes last night. Yep. Like this is this this is not rocket science. Ben no. Simmons just got lit up. This is not rocket science. Reddick is still an average defender when he's playing well. Yeah, but but, but for Reddick, it's not Reddick. It's not a lack of effort. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but Ben Simmons, he hasn't even been terrible this series on offense. Um, I mean, last game he had 10, 7, and 7. He shot 5 of 13, but he hasn't been terrible on offense. He's been moving the ball. He's been working. The one thing I've been impressed with with Philly, and I haven't always been the biggest Brett Brown fan, uh-huh. um, but I've been very impressed with how he's been, with how he's managed to to put this team. Basically, he was like, here's our pecking order. Embiid, Jimmy Butler, everyone else. Mm -hmm. And creating that one-two hierarchy is so important, and that's something they didn't have throughout the year. Mm -hmm. It was was Embiid always number one, but then number two, sometimes it was Simmons, sometimes it was Butler, sometimes it was Harris. Mm -hmm. And just creating that Jimmy Butler is the number two option on this team Mm -hmm. was was great for them. And for a coach that... Uh, uh, sorry, you go ahead. Oh, and I was just gonna, and Jimmy Butler has been fantastic these playoffs. Uh-huh. Again, like like I haven't always been the kindest to Brett Brown in the past. I haven't been the kindest to Jimmy Butler either. None of I us still, have. <laughs> he, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is playing himself into a very good contract this summer uh-huh. from the Lakers, and <laughs> <laughs> and he's and and right this second he's earning it. Yes, I agree. And and for a coach that like Brett Brown, who is just not not the best X's and O's guys by any stretch of the imagination, th- yeah. you know the, the way this series should be going. This series should be Brett Brown should be uh, should be applying to coaching jobs right now. That's the way this series should be going. He should well, be on Monty LinkedIn. Williams was <laughs> Brett Brown should be making his LinkedIn account right now. Yeah, and, and, and be sending his resume around the league. That's what should be happening because we know when if if the Sixers lose. I think I think I heard in this if the Sixers even don't make the finals, like he might get axed. No, I think I think if they make I think if they push this to seven games or lose or win in the uh, or lose in the next round, I think he's safe. I don't know. Honestly, next round if 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 they lose convincingly in the next round, which I think they will, no yeah. matter what team it is, because Giannis has embarrassed Simmons this year. He's he's just when Giannis sees well, yeah. Simmons, he sees red. It's like you think this guy is in the same league as me. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, mean, no, I mean no the, the, <laughs> the biggest reason though that Toronto hasn't been great mm-hmm. um is just been Marcus All. Mm-hmm. I think even more than Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry hasn't been great, but 
last game he was two for ten. The game before that he scored twenty two points. It's not entirely on him. He had he had a bad game, but he hasn't nearly been playoff Kyle Lowry this playoffs. Yeah, I mean he was minus twenty eight yesterday. Yeah, but for the most part this this, this playoffs he's been decent enough. Mm-hmm. Marcus Saldo has been terrible, and 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 you texted me. Uh, how come bigs keep biting on Joel Embiid? Mm-hmm. And because the Nets, here's the thing: it's not it's not impossible. The Nets didn't do that in Game One. That's why they won Game One of that series because they did not bite on the pump fix. They said, now, "Joel Embiid, please shoot. Thank you, thank now, you for shooting. I appreciate your shot, Joe Joel Embiid." That's what they did. Now, there's two different ways to look at pump fakes. There is the guy is standing there, he's jab stepping, he throws in a pump fake. Mm-hmm. The second option, and this is the one that I was talking to you about last night, and this is what I thought you meant, is they kick the ball out, the, the defender turns around, sees the guy going up to shoot, and it's actually a pump fake. Mm-hmm. That is very hard to not jump on because you can't, in that split second, you don't have time to be like, oh, wait, that's Joel Embiid. He's only a 26% three-point shooter. From the wing, he's only he's only a 22% three-point shooter. We want him shooting this. You don't have time to do that if you quickly turn around and, and see a guy going up to shoot. Uh-huh. So that, I don't blame people for jumping on. That's why the Celtics are so much better with Marcus Smart on the court. It's the same thing. They Just having the threat of a shooter is sometimes more dangerous. And this is the problem with Ben Simmons. And this is why I don't think that he's ever going to reach the level he can until he at least starts attempting three-pointers. Uh-huh. It's because at least Joel Embiid has the potential to make them. I mean, he yes. had a huge three-pointer in the fourth quarter last night. Uh-huh. And that's why you have to jump. The problem is when someone is when Embiid, the first instance of pump faking that I was talking about, when Joel Embiid is jab-stepping, 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 pump fakes— Marcus Hall uh-huh. goes flying in the air, then yep. he drives. Yes. Those are the ones you have to stay down on. Yes. And Gasol, Those... I actually think Ibaka did a pretty decent job on Embiid at times last night. I actually liked a lot of what I saw. He was plus four overall, five yeah. rebounds. Even though he only had four points, I actually liked a lot of what he was doing as far as using his arms to try to block Embiid's vision and stuff like that. I thought that Ibaka had the best—he he, he at least was doing a better job than Gasol and not even close. Yeah. And that's not even great, but and he didn't even do a great job. But I, no, I was just wondering the other day. I mean, look, uh, Embiid is Embiid is basically unguardable when he is near the hoop. Yeah. So it's tough. But yeah, sorry, what were you saying? I feel like this is one of the this Philly team is just mirrors. Is this like one of the more unlikable playoff teams in recent memory? Oh, they're certainly like up this, there. I feel like this team is really unlikable because here's the thing. Like, I understand I'm a bit biased. Because of the whole Nets series and the beef, because shout out to my man Jared Dudley, the legend. We need you back in Brooklyn, my guy. But um, on the minimum deal, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But um, uh, I, I feel like it's just Embiid's antics just get annoying at this point. Yeah. I think I think he's just being a dick. There's a difference between being charismatic like Shaq was when he was young and stuff like that. But at the end, Embiid don't and, and Simmons don't be talking spicy when you haven't when you haven't won anything at all yet. Yeah. What what, what what have you done? What have you done? Don't get me wrong. You're, Embiid, I believe he's one of the top 10 players in the league. He's fantastic. Like you said, he's unguardable uh, for the for the 97% of the league. Unless yep. putting I, – I don't feel comfortable with anybody other than like Rudy Gobert. 
defending him. Not, I don't even feel comfortable with him because Embiid is so much faster than him on the perimeter. Exactly. That's what I think, I'm saying. I think, I, think the, I think there's two players that I feel comfortable on Joel Embiid, and that's Al Horford and Draymond Green. Yeah. I understand. But yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. And But it's, it's with Embiid, it's just I, I just kind of wish he would he was just 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 damper down a little bit. And here's the thing: yeah. I love charismatic players. I love trash talking. Ocho Cinco is my favorite NFL player of all time, but yeah. just, it's, it's, it's just getting a little od, Joel. You need to maybe maybe pump the brakes a little bit until we see you actually beat Al Horford. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. And as a as a Celtics fan, I'm very happy that Philly is winning this series. Mm-hmm. I if I if we get if the Celtics and we'll get to the Celtics Bucks next, mm-hmm. but if the Celtics get by the Bucks. I would much rather play Philly because Al Horford owns Joel Embiid. Yeah, and plus and, he's gonna. There's gonna be he's. I'm gonna. He's gonna be Embiid's gonna be distracted at the same time because not only does he have, he I think he's gonna try a little too hard against yeah. Horford and Smart to try to prove a point after last year, which will tire him out. And plus, you know, yeah. uh, he'll have seen me in New York with Rihanna. You know, previously, so you know, he'll, 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 there's going to be a diversion. You know, you see, she's I, honestly, I feel like I'm a better, I'm a way better option for Rihanna than Joel and B. You know, oh, you see, I, the, I you see the blue eyes, you okay, see the see. jawline. Okay, I'm not going to comment on any of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, I'm not commenting on any of this. You know, I got money, yeah, I got you know, I got, got $300 in the shoe. He's got, yeah. he's got, he's got, he's got the height, he's got the height, the money, and the looks. Anyway. Oh, oh, oh he doesn't have the looks. <laughs> now, 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 here's the thing. Joel Embiid's been playing hurt this playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's, he's very obviously hurt. And yes. that's why I still think Toronto wins this series. Um, just because I think that as fantastic as Embiid was last game, he was just as bad in game two. Mm-hmm. And granted, they won game two. But I just, I don't, it's so hard to continually sleep, continuously put a team on your back when you're that hurt. I'm going to put, I'm going to pick Toronto in seven. I think Toronto can pull this out. I really do think. I think if Toronto wins game four, I think with game seven in Toronto, we the North with Drake on the sidelines, I think that they're going to be coming out swinging. Typically in game sevens, I tend to give the advantage to the team with the best player, and that's exactly. Kawhi Leonard. And it's not even close. Kawhi's yeah. the best player in the series. They don't have an answer for him. Now, the next series we want to talk about. Boston, Milwaukee. Tied 1-1. Game one, Boston wins by 22. Game two, Milwaukee wins by 21. I texted you before game two, and I said... I said, you asked me who I thought was going to win, and I said, I think Boston by five, Ooh. but it's just as realistic that they lose by 25. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, facts, facts. And that's the fucking problem with this Boston team. Mm-hmm. Did you watch, okay, did you see where it all went wrong in the third quarter? Okay, remind me, remind so me. It feels Milwaukee, like it, there's so much space between these yeah, games yeah. at this so, point, you know? So the Celtics do As not we're recording score. this uh, game three is tonight. No. Yep. Yes, game three. Yeah, game three in Boston. Uh-huh. In the third quarter, now the Celtics went into halftime trailing by five. Yes. Uh, and they did not deserve to be only down by five because uh-huh. Kyrie Irving was, I believe, one for nine. Tatum was 0 for five. Hayward was 0 for three. It was just, it just, it wasn't happening. Uh-huh. And we were somehow only down by five. In the third quarter, 
the Celtics went 19 straight possessions without scoring a basket. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember. I remember that. 19 I remember. straight. We got the, the Bucks went on a 37 to 4 run. Jesus. That's the problem with this Celtics team is when it goes bad, it goes catastrophic. And when it goes bad, Terry Rozier is taking contested mid-range fadeaway. <laughs> oh my God! Some of the shots that Terry Rozier <laughs> during during that nineteen no, during that was nineteen straight possessions. I believe Terry Rozier was over six. And overall, he shot twice as many shots as Gordon Hayward. Yes, Terry Rozier finished two for ten that game. Now, <laughs> Terry Rozier was two for ten. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward was one for five. Tatum, I believe, was two for eleven. And Kyrie was four for 19. Terrible game by Kyrie. That's not happening again. That was technically Kyrie. That was also, that was the first, that was only the second time in Kyrie Irving's entire career that he scored below 10 points. Mm-hmm. And that was technically his worst shooting percentage of his career. Yes. I have faith that that's not going to happen again. Honestly, this is in, in, in sports and life. Weird shit happens sometimes. Like, everybody was losing their mind over the Nets getting just whipped by the Sixers in Game 5. They got abused. But I watched that game, especially the first quarter when they, the Nets were down, like, I don't know, 23-2 to two or something, something terrible. Like, just, it wasn't bad shots. Just oh, no, the ball during, wasn't going in the oh, basket. Oh, no, no, during that 19-0 run, it was bad shots. Oh, I do remember that. I'm just the talking Celtics, about in general with the yeah. statistics, you know. Yeah, I mean, the the sometimes the ball just doesn't go in. Sometimes exactly. you, take, you sometimes you take shots that make your fans want to rip their hair out. Yes. Um, <laughs> and that's what the Celtics did during the, during that 19 straight possessions. But regardless, this series is not. Both teams had a blowout. Neither team has played great at the same time, except for Chris Middleton. And I'm going to get to Chris Middleton in a second. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this is a completely new series. And now this is essentially a best-of-five series. Boston has home court. Mm-hmm. That's why I still think Boston wins this series in six. I think, I think these next two games get split. Yeah? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I that. I, I think Boston might take it tonight and Milwaukee takes game four. I think this honestly might just go back and forth, back and forth. And yeah. go to, I I still think Milwaukee can get this in seven. I still think that they can. Oh pull no no! This out. I I think I think Milwaukee. It, look, no one. I, I'm just saying Boston in six because I, Boston now has home court for the rest. Mm-hmm. And 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 I've said this a lot, and I know you've heard me say this. Role players play better at home. True, but do you yeah. think that the Celtics like the Celtics have been such an up and down team at home this year? They've just like shit the bed multiple times. Like, do you think that they're gonna uh, they were really one of the better, clean up at home? They were one of the better home teams in the in the league this year. Yeah, but they but they screwed up at the same time. They had some really just stinkers at home. I don't, I, I don't know if I I, I trust their home court advantage enough to say that they're gonna win three games at home. Um, I do. You and do? Yeah, I do. I mean, the Celtics this year were twenty eight and thirteen at home. That was the second. Uh, sorry, excuse me. That was the third best home record in, in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't I don't think that that's no. I don't really put too much stock into that. I mean, at the end of the day, what what disturbs the Celtics for the series is actually this is a side note. What's Smart's status? Well, Smart, we don't know yet. 
We don't know. Um, we know Chris Middleton, or not, sorry, Chris Middleton, Malcolm Brogdon's out game three. Okay. Which is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smart today started doing light contact practicing. Okay. So so he's been shooting, he's been dunking, he's been running. Today he played one-on-one with one of their assistant coaches. That was his first like live basketball kind of activity. Okay. He's not done five-on-five five yet. I think he's back game four. Okay. I would say I that think who- being said more realistically he's back game six. Whoever wins game, game five wins the series. That's fair. That's um, my final analysis. That's fair. I just I, I I think the Celtics are a much better team, and they still have yet to exploit their single biggest advantage, and that's Nikhil, and that's Nikola Mirotic. Now, the Celtics last game. Now this is this is this is, this right here is my favorite stat. Honestly, that I might have ever seen in my life. <laughs> the Celtics lose. Sorry, Milwaukee wins game two by 21 points. So it was a blowout. Mm-hmm. In that game, Brooke Lopez played, I believe, 23 minutes mm-hmm. and was a minus 17. Oof. He is unplayable this series. He made some but, shots at least, but on defense, he's just a, he's a wreck. Yeah, it's just he is unplayable. And I texted you, the Celtics started that game off pretty well, and I texted you, I was like, oh, Budenholzer made absolutely no adjustments because Lopez, again, sorry, Lopez Lopez was a minus 12 in 24 minutes because Lopez kept dropping on all the all the screen and rolls and leaving Al Horford wide open for three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here's Budenholzer, again, not making any adjustments because that's always been the biggest knock on him. Then he pulled Lopez and started uh, and started switching all the screen and rolls, and that completely threw off the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like as long as Lopez is in, that's our biggest advantage. We have to take more advantage of that, but we need to attack Nikola Mirotic. And that's something we didn't do game one or game one or two. Look for them to do it. Game three. He's starting for them. Mm-hmm. We'll say, uh, that's on Hayward. Hayward's got to do that. It's all about Hayward for that. I think. He's no, that's on Tatum. That's on Tatum. He's the one that keeps getting switched on to him. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, yeah, he's got to step up them. Tatum this series has been terrible. He has been, I believe he's shooting below 30% from the field this series. Oof. He has been terrible. Um, even in the blowout, he was terrible that we won. Mm-hmm. So look look for him to be hopefully a lot better. Now I want to talk about Chris Middleton for a second. All right. Out of every player in NBA history against a specific team in the playoffs, Chris Middleton is the best shooter of all time against the Celtics. Oh my god, that's insane. That out of is any insane. player out of any player in NBA history. So so Michael Jordan against the Jazz, LeBron against Toronto, any player against any team in NBA history, Chris Middleton against the Celtics is the best shooter of all time. Wow. We have now played how many games against Milwaukee? It was a seven game series last year, two games so far this year, nine games total. Chris Middleton is shooting almost seventy percent from three point. 70%. Jesus Christ. Last, he was 7 for 9. He's just... I have never in my... I don't even... And, 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 I, and again, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating when I say it. He is unstoppable against the Celtics. He's literally... He becomes, 90, he becomes a 96 Jordan. Yeah, like remember that half-court shot he made last year? Yeah. Like that... He, it's just... It's insane. It's insane. He doesn't... He doesn't against... against 
Against every other team in the league, Chris Middleton shoots about 35% from three point. Against the Celtics, uh-huh. he literally doubles that. That's yeah, it's it's that's it's just insane. Like what and, do you do what what's your defensive strategy for him? Oh, the problem is I have nothing wrong with our defensive strategy. He <laughs> just makes tough shots. He's like hand in his face. Like Jalen probably probably should have been an and one. Jalen hammered him in the corner and Middleton still drained it. And I'm like, why does that not shock me? He's just he, <laughs> he, he, he becomes completely unstoppable. And the Celtics win this series, not if they shut down Giannis, but if they shut down Chris Middleton. And Chris I know how stupid... agent right now is really ha- is, is oh, extremely yeah. excited. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I know how stupid that is to say that. Like I'm more worried about Chris Middleton than Giannis. It's not. It's not. You just, in this you're just case, it's not. statistics. <laughs> in this case, it's not. It's just he becomes he he, he becomes he becomes Steph Curry in the three point contest. It's unreal. <laughs> He shoots Joe a better percentage. Yeah, I mean, he he shoots a better percentage against the Celtics in live ball action than Joe Harris shot on wide open threes in the three point contest. It's it's just insane. That's insane. I don't I don't even I can't even I can't even fathom how he's how he's like this against the Celtics. But anyway, the next series we got to talk about: Denver, Portland, tied one one, going back to Portland. Denver takes game one. Portland takes game two. Uh, Jokic and Lillard have been going at it. What are, what are your thoughts so far? Well, interesting. The, the most interesting part of this series for me is watching how the Blazers defend Jokic. And the reason, and because, even though the Blazers um, did win game two, they're... Yeah. Um, uh, the reason that it, it got so close at the end was because... Zach Collins got lit up. And Cancer too. Even though Cancer was um I believe plus 6 for the game, he yeah. got lit up in that fourth quarter and they finally Jokic came alive. Um I, I don't know. This the series is just weird. Because I really thought the Spurs were going to be Denver. So did I'm I. I'm not really sure and I'm not really sure how Denver is here right now. And it's it's honestly I'm gonna, I'm gonna rephrase this. I'm gonna rephrase this. What do you think this Portland's team ceiling is? As far I think, as I think they're gonna beat Denver, but how how quickly do you think they lose to the Warriors? Six games? Uh, five or six games. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like I like this Portland team. Uh-huh. Um, I think that I think they have a lot of good individual defenders. Uh-huh. Um, Harkless, Aminu. Uh, who else? Who else? Might... Even Zach Collins. I know he. Got, I know you said he kind of got torched by Jokic. I actually think Zach Collins is their best big man defender. Actually, not Jokic. He got torched by Plumley. By Plumley? Plumley embarrassed him, and in the in he. That's what started their run in the fourth quarter. The Nuggets. Plumley just bodied him. Well, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. No, no, no. Now Portland. Portland won Game Two by seven uh-huh. in a game where Damian Lillard shot five of seventeen. And that's a huge problem for the Nuggets. That's now <laughs> disaster. And, and, and again, and I said this again. I said this during the Spurs series because I picked. I and I and I. I have receipts. I picked the Spurs in five. Uh-huh. I'm. I, I'm very aware. And honestly, watching that series, the Spurs could have won in five. Easily. Um, the Spurs won game one. They blew game two. They blew game three. They, they won blew game, game seven. They blew yeah, and they blew game seven. Honestly, the Spurs 
should have should have completely won that series. But I think I think that Portland wins the series, and I don't think it ends up being typically close. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just don't see how Denver can guard their guys. Um, and and I and again I just said CJ and Dame haven't been great against them so far. Mm-hmm. But those of us on Cantor Island, me and Bill Simmons are <laughs> essentially just us two are, are very happy with this performance, man. I just can't, I, I can't, all this Enos Cantor, hey, bro, like, damn, I just like guys who are just really good at, like, two things. Like, I know he's awful on defense, but yeah. Portland's actually been able to do a pretty decent job of hiding him. Despite yeah. him being the same position as Denver's best player. And at the end of the day, like, I was just thinking about it the other day. As, as fantastic as Jokic has been this year, I just don't trust any player on this Denver team. I just don't. No, no, I trust Jokic. You do? I trust, I trust, I trust Jokic, and I actually trust Paul Millsap. Jokic hasn't done anything in the playoffs yet. Why should I trust him? Uh, don't get me wrong. I think he's first-team All-NBA. I think he, I think he could be first-team All-NBA. He's been fa- a fantastic year. But unless, but I haven't seen him do it in the playoffs really yet, and I don't know um, if he can. I mean, this is okay. This is the first playoffs he's ever been in. Yes. So I'm going to read you some of his stats from these playoffs because I'm going to give you some reasons why you should trust him. Okay. Not. So I'm going to skip game one against San, against San Antonio because I give him a break for that one. Okay. It was his first playoff game ever. He was he only shot four for nine. Okay. After I that, to, I, I expect you to keep the same. Energy. If we when we talk about the Nets this offseason and D'Angelo, no, but D'Angelo <laughs> Russell, D'Angelo Russell didn't have a single good game in that series. Oh, that was his first playoff. No, he had one good game. He had one good game. Okay, out of six, then whatever or five, five. five. Anyway, <laughs> Jokic, Jokic, twenty-one points, twenty-two points, twenty-nine points, forty-three points, twenty-one points, thirty-seven points. Yeah, solid. That's solid. Yeah, that's way more than solid. Yes, but he's, while he's... while doing that. 14 rebounds, 13 rebounds, 12, 11, 12, 15, 9, 14. Assists, 14, 8, 7, 8, 8, 8, 9, 10, 8, 7. All right, like, all right, what fair, do you, what do you mean you don't trust him? Fair enough, fair enough. I just, uh, it's, it's just, I, I just, I still haven't seen enough. It was, it was a fantastic, it was a, no, he was very good that series. He was very good that series, but I'm not, at the end of the day, he what, was getting what, guarded what, by what, Aldridge. What do you want to see he's, him? He was still being gu- guarded by Aldridge. Yeah, and I don't. God damn it! I I don't know. This this team is just. What more do you want to see from Jokic, though? Okay, fine, 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 <laughs> fine. He's been good. Okay, Jokic has been very good. He's been very good. All right, I'll take that. But, but I don't trust anyone else on this team. I don't That's trust Murray. I don't trust Harris. I don't trust Beasley. I don't trust Morris. I don't trust Will Barton. As much as I love Will Barton, he was a disaster last game. I trust. I trust Paul Millsap. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, here, here's the last thing I'm going to say about Jokic. This year in the playoffs, he's averaging 24 points, 9 assists, 12 rebounds, and he's shooting 50% from the field, 37% from three points, and, and 88% from the free throw line. All right. Give, give your man some help, Denver. Give your man some help. Now, and this is, this is my problem with Denver, and this is why I picked against him in, this, in the first round. This is just recency bias with me, honestly, with Jokic. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to hit on Jokic. It's just like he's, he got embarrassed last game. Only 16 points. He didn't get embarrassed, but he just, until I the mean, fourth quarter, st- he didn't he come still, alive. He still, he still had 16, 14, and 7. No, he was good. He, he wasn't bad. He just didn't come alive until the fourth no, quarter. No, here's, here's the problem. quarters of nothing. That's just, Here, here's, that's here's the problem with, here's the problem with, Yo- or the, with, with Denver. Yes. Jamal Murray's leading them in shot attempts. That's bad. 
But Jamal Murray, much like Devin Booker, um, I just don't have faith in them. I really like that comparison. Um, that's my that's I just don't trust them. And I get that they both had big games in the past. And I guess and I get that they both can drop 40 points any night. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, Jamal Murray last night, six of eight. I just I don't I just don't have faith in him when you're relying on him when your go-to play is a jamal murray and nikola Jokic like dribble handoff Mm -hmm. around like the foul line and it ends up and this is my favorite analysis is from bill simmons he's like Mm -hmm. he's like i don't like when you're when your number two option also doesn't know if his shots are going to go in (laughs) and i love that very very astute point astute point (laughs) now jamal murray's been decent in the playoffs Mm mm-hmm Besides, again, that first game against Denver, against uh, San Antonio, he was 8 of 23. Other than that, though, he's actually been pretty decent um, up until last game where he was 6 of 18. But for some reason, I just don't trust him. And, and I think the reason is because if he's not scoring, what is he giving you? Mm-hmm. So that's my opinion on Jamal Murray. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. So for the rest of the series, I think that Portland wins. I just I don't see how... I just think they have the better team. They have probably the best player in the series. I think, Por- I think Portland's going to be able to win this in six. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that they win both. At, I think they win both the Moda Center, and then they go back to Denver, lose, win in six. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, but they're going to need they're and Rodney Hood's been great against uh, against Denver. Let me just say that too. Mm-hmm. Actually, you want to? He, he's playing. Talk about someone who's playing for a new contract. Oh, um, totally. You want to hear a crazy hot take real quick? All right, sure. I'm one of the islands I'm on. I should make a list of all the islands I'm on because I have, right, a, lot of, I have a lot of beachfront properties. <laughs> you know, another another reason for Rihanna to, to come join me. I've anyway. got a lot of beachfront pro- properties on islands, including the island of Jareed Vanderbilt of the of the Denver Nuggets. Is it Jared <laughs> or Jareed? I, honestly, there's two R's, so I'm not compl- – I, honestly, I don't know. But – um. He's, anyway, yeah. He's like he's a, he's an exciting big. He runs the floor. He can block some shots. He can get some rebounds. He's someone I understand. You only need to play like eight guys in the playoffs. But yeah. you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate if he got a few minutes instead of Plumley just because. Uh, or Plumley's Plumley's really good though. No, no, no. no. I mean, Plumley was good last game. He was he was the reason. Like I said before, he was the reason that this got Here's... on the run. But I I just kind of want to see Vanderbilt in there a little bit. Maybe he can spice it up. If, if they're down by a little bit, give them some energy. I mean, that's fair, but here's the reason why they need to play Plumlee. Yeah? It's because he literally... I mean, they the De- Denver probably has three of the ten best big man passers in the league. Mm-hmm. Between Jokic, Millsap, and Plumlee. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And 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 again, like, Plumlee last night, uh, granted he only had one assist, but I thought it was actually going to be more. But Plumlee is, a, is, a, is their best screen setter... He rolls hard to the hoop, and he's a, he's a good passer. So when Jokic isn't in the game, he allows them to kind of keep their same offense. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like he is valuable to play. And I don't disagree with that. I just think that Denver might need to switch up their lineup just a, just a little bit. As far as Portland seems to, they seem to this past game, they seem to know everything that was coming at them. Yeah, I think they seem I think, to understand everything that Denver, as far as their plays, like you said, with uh, their handoffs with Murray, they seem to just understand 
what the next step was. And that's why I think that Denver might just, how Malone just might want to just throw them a crazy uh, curveball. Here, here is my bold take. Mm-hmm. Monte Morris played 19 minutes. Malik, Ble- Malik Beasley played 27. And Will Barton played 17. Okay. Take 10 of those minutes and give them to Isaiah Thomas. Ooh, hello, hello. Honestly, maybe, maybe, maybe not even ten. Maybe give him, maybe give him four minutes. See if, see if he's on that night because Isaiah Thomas has proven that he's a good playoff player. Mm-hmm. And granted, Isaiah Thomas is not the same Isaiah Thomas that he once was. Yes, but he still can be. And I think, in a, I think in a night where Jamal Murray is six of eighteen, Gary Harris is four of twelve. Um, Tory Craig, Tory Craig breaks his nose. Malik uh-huh. Beasley is four for eleven. Monte Morris is one for eight. Will Barton is one for six. Uh-huh. It doesn't hurt just to throw him out there for three minutes and see what happens. I agree. Like one last thing on the Nuggets, like like we said, Jokic just found out how to handle himself in the playoffs. But Millsap is the only guy on that team not named Isaiah Thomas who has actually been there before. He's been yeah. there before. That says a lot. So I think I think no, it's true. Will, Bar- Will Barton's been in a few playoff series, but just, just, has just he? yeah, he, yeah, with Portland, with Portland, he was in a few, I think, right? I think they traded him after like one year, yeah. but yeah, he might he might have been there one year anyway. Hey, just just give just give the man a shot, Mike Malone. That's all. That's yeah, all. I would I would, I would like to see it. I just and, and again, he might get torched, but that's mm-hmm. why I only give him three minutes. See if his shot is going in. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, next, last, next, and final series. This is the biggest series. That's why uh-huh. we save it for last. Uh-huh. Golden State, Houston. Take it away. Uh, you want you want me first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll okay. go first. I, okay. I want you to okay. go first because my observations. I want you to like get the meat, the, put the meat on the table, and I'm gonna like season it. All right, fine. <laughs> That was a weird analogy. <laughs> no, I know, I know what you mean. Um, okay, I'm gonna start off. I'm gonna start off here with the uh, with the scalding hot take, and then walk it back slowly. All right, all right. This is the end of Chris Paul. I agree. That's not a hot take. What do you think? I thought you. I thought you were gonna tell me that. Like, uh, I don't know. Because uh... Chris Paul is still really good, but Chris Paul. Has just lost the ability to shoot. I agree. No, I agree. And I no, nobody's disagreeing with you on this. I think I think this, this really? does look like the okay. end of Chris Paul, especially if they lose the series in like six. I mean, do you, it, know what, it, do you know what Chris Paul is shooting from three point in the playoffs? I was like under thirty. I think I think it's twenty four percent. Over over three, one for six, two for seven, two for eight, one for four, three for six, two for seven. Yeah, it's probably like what twenty three percent. Somewhere around there, yeah. He has been, he just, and 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 Harden has been terrible too. Uh-huh. Harden has been terrible these playoffs, uh, starting at like game three against Utah. Um, I mean, so, so that's. I don't, I'm just. I don't even know like where to start with this team. I agree. So I agree. Be- because there was all the shit with the refs, and every it seemed like everybody thought that there was at least a shot that. Houston could win this series, and after now, yeah, it's just depressing. Well, they're not winning. They're not winning this series. They're not winning. They're not, yeah. they're not winning four or five versus OKC. I mean, not, I oh, not OKC. Sorry, Golden State. I agree. Now but here's I think, my, here's my problem with Harden. Okay, I do okay. know where I want to start with this. Right, it starts with Harden. Awesome. 
Harden in the playoffs, averaging 29 points, 7 assists, 6 rebounds. Sounds like he's doing pretty well, right? Uh-huh. 6 turnovers a game, shooting 36% from the field, 33% from 3 point. And, and he's taking five, 5 less free throw attempts per game than in the than a regular season. Uh-huh. This has now been an ongoing problem for Harden. Yes. This is past the curse of Khloe Kardashian. This yep. I give, I give him a pass for that in the, in, the, in the series against the Spurs because that's what the Kardashians do. I believe in that. Jeff yep. Van Gundy, you were just wrong. You were just wrong, okay? You were well, wrong. I kind of I believe in that, too. Um, <laughs> oh, bro, so, bro, 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 bro. It's, it's, not, it's not something to believe in or not. This is a fact. It's but not just, I know, it's I know, just I know but, but not, it's not just the Kardashians. It's when you're dating someone famous and you're not prepared for it. Uh-huh. But anyway, anyway. anyway <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm so disappointed in James Harden. Every year, he just collapses in the playoffs. And some of it is legitimately just exhaustion. Uh-huh. That's legitimate. But some of it is also just he doesn't seem to do it. He just doesn't get it done. And I worry... And and this was my feeling before the year. I was like, man, he wasn't great again last year in the playoffs. And then he ropes you back in with a regular season. That's like top five offensive seasons of all time. Yep. Yeah. I agree. So it's tough. And and, and it starts and ends with James Harden. You can you can blame you can blame Mike D'Antoni for rotations. You you can you can blame Chris Paul for not really shooting all that well and everything else under the sun. But it starts and it ends with Chris Paul, or, or sorry, not Chris Paul, James Harden, and he hasn't gotten it done. I'm going to go a step further. I think that with Harden, yes, there's a lot of blame, but honestly, D'Antoni's rotations in Game 2 were horrendous. Daniel House, five minutes played. Shumpert, four minutes played. Fareed, five minutes played. Nene, four minutes played. Okay, here's the thing. I understand these guys maybe aren't guys you want on the, on the floor for an extended amount of time. But you know something? Nene was damn good in game one. Fareed, yeah. he, he provides energy. He wasn't bad when he was out there. Shumper was not bad at all when he was out there, even though he was, he was 0 for 4, I understand. But he, 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 still was, he still at least was plus 5. At least he was that. House, five minutes played. Without these guys playing well, and in order to play well, you actually need to like, be on the court. Like D'Antoni, you need to put them on the court so they can perform well. Without these guys, the Rockets never had a shot to win this, uh, to win this game. They never had a shot. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you. It's insane to not play with any of these guys. Not to play any of these guys more than five minutes? I'm going to disagree Come on. with you. Come on. The Rockets lost by four. Okay. In game one. Yes. And James Harden shot nine of twenty-eight and four of sixteen from three-point. I'm talking Chris about Paul, game two, actually. Chris I'm Paul. About game okay, two. okay. Chris Paul took nine shots in game one. So let me go to game two. Game two, they lost by six points. Uh-huh. In that game, sorry, I'm pulling up the stats right here. In that game, James Harden once again was not great. Chris Paul had a sh- had a had a sh- jump shot, a three-pointer with about a minute and a half left to cut the lead to three. He didn't hit that either. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter how many minutes you're playing everyone else if your stars don't come through. I agree with that. And and you can and you can put and, and and I just I don't think you can put that on Mike D'Antoni. 
because sometimes if James Harden is going to shoot nine of nineteen and Chris Paul is going to shoot six of fourteen and nine of nineteen is good. What are you talking about? That's good. He shot what? three of seven from three, nine of nineteen. That's is, he shot almost fifty percent. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is is that he's not. James Harden this year averaged well over 20 shots a game. Well, that's different because he was got, he got hurt for that when Draymond poked him in the eye. He had to that's take a fair. bunch of minutes that's out. Fair. I think that's honestly might be the biggest reason, period, that they lost game two just because that's of that, that stretch. It was I like LeBron in the Lakers season, you know? But, okay, that's fair. I forgot about that. Now, Daniel House in five minutes was a minus 11. I understand that. I understand Shumpert, that. Shumpert was 0 for 4. Kenneth Fareed is just, he can't. He just he doesn't really fit what they're trying to do on offense. He does if he does if Jerebko's out there. But Jerebko's not playing. Jerebko played yesterday last game. He was pretty good actually. He nine minutes. Nine minutes. No, he was pretty good. He oh. g- he gave them the spark. He gave them the spark. Um I, I think that there, there's still a place for for Reed. Honestly, no, the one I thing agree. that I agree, but the again, the other problem, Clint Capella, thirty two minutes minus nineteen. He's just their their roster isn't coming through, and that's not even entirely on Clint Capella. He's just a terrible matchup in this series. Yeah, I understand but, that. Like, thing, the thing is with the, I, I think a lot of what the series is is like we like we were talking about all year as far as the Warriors subs with when Looney, McKinney, and Livingston are out there. Like you, you just gotta make the most of it if you're the Rockets. You gotta like yeah. minus ten, minus ten, minus thirteen this past game. That says a lot, but it, that needs to be worse, honestly. That needs to be worse. You got you got to roast those guys when they're out there. Yeah, I I just I think that for the Rockets, game after game one, they gave the Warriors motivation that they didn't need to yep. by saying you only beat us because of the refs. Yes, and no one on the Warriors had a good game in game two or great game in game two, I should say. Okay, and I thought I agree. I agree. And I thought that, um, kind of just lost my train of thought. Yeah, that's right. I thought they did a pretty good job officiating the game. I didn't have any complaints with the officiating in game two. Mm-hmm. In fact, actually, I want to ask you about the officiating in game one. I'm going to say did James Harden get fouled. I'm going to say that on on the last play. Yeah, on the that last three. About. Yeah. Oh my god. I oh say my no. God, James Harden, like. Here's the thing. I understand there's people with the same point of view, but I, my mom told me uh, the story when I was a little kid about, like, like every mom should about, you know, the boy cried wolf. I don't know, like, the yep. dude, was, he told every, every day the dude was, like, wolf was going to get him, and then, like, yep. he got eaten by the, by the wolf, and it was a Aten? rat. Eaten? Yeah. <laughs> like DeAndre? <laughs> anyway, I can't yeah, Rob, Robert Sarver was out there, and I was saying, Igor Koskov. Um, <laughs> but, but, but anyway, like, when you bitch about the refs all year, yeah. all year you flop all year. You know what? Yeah, I think you might deserve this, James Harden. This is a rude awakening. The playoffs get officiated differently than the regular season. If you did not already know that, people aren't going to give you the same bullshit calls. Yeah, and, he just and, he just kick he just kicked the he just essentially kicks his legs out to the defender. Yeah, like, I, I absolutely do not <laughs> think. I don't think he got fouled on that three. Yes, um, I don't, you. and I don't think he got fouled on a lot of the fouls that he was complaining about if you jump from three feet outside the three-point line and end a foot inside like the whole like and and i'm all for the for the foul calls like you can't intrude on someone's landing space 
Mm-hmm. I think that's a very good idea. And, I agree, and that's, and that's Zaza when that, he, yeah, exactly. he won the series for the Warriors a few years ago. Exactly. That's how that's how you avoid those Zaza moments. But mm-hmm. if you're jumping from three point or three feet past the three point line or ending a foot inside, that's mm-hmm. no longer your landing space. Yes. Your landing space is where you jump. You can't just launch yourself into defenders and then just yeah. like act act like a national atrocity has been committed. Yeah, I just, I don't, I mean, look, this series is over. Mm-hmm. This series is over. This is the only one of the three series that I think is over. I agree. I agree, and it's really sad that we have to say it. And and I think that they, the Rockets have no one to blame but themselves. Mm-hmm. They gave the Warriors motivation that they didn't need to. They James Harden, once again, did not is not having a good postseason. Chris Paul is missing big shots. Mm-hmm. And once again, Mike D'Antoni can't get over the hump. It's just, it's sad, but this is how it's now been over and over again. I can't help but wonder what the future is for this team. The same. They, they don't, they're going to keep going, running it back, keep running what, it back. What else can they do? Yeah, I agree. They don't really have a better option. And I think that they, and I think, I think they should run day. it back because next year Durant won't be on the Warriors. True, true. So, whatever, we'll see. All right. The last topic we want to quickly talk about here. And this is a topic that is near and dear to our hearts. Yes. Sorry, wait. Did you have anything else to add on the Golden State? No, no, no. State? I'm good. I'm oh, sorry. okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know if I just cut you off there. No, so no. this last topic is something that is very near and dear to our hearts. Um, the we were there for the first game. We were there for the, the first game. Three, Ice Cube's Basketball League. We were there mm-hmm. for the very first game in Brooklyn three years, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, yes, I believe it was the it season was, before last, was, whatever that was, was. Yep. Yeah. So it was, it was three <laughs> summers ago. Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So the league, it, it's spe- for those, for, the, for people who don't know about, about the big three, it is a league where you, where it's all these old retired players and you get to see them play again. Supposedly fan favorites. And it's a lot of fun. Yes. It's a lot of fun to watch Ricky Davis go up against Corey Maggetti and <laughs> and and Allen Iverson was in the league for a little bit and Charles Oakley and it was it was fun. Let me say it, something about Allen Iverson real quick. I just yeah. want to say shout out to Ice Cube real quick because I think that you know the show Catfish on MTV? Yep. Like they, you know, they do like the, you know, weird, weird dude meets a girl online and then he's like, oh, wow, she's trying to get my account numbers. Oh, it's, oh, oh, shit. She might not be real. Like one of those weird things yeah. on Facebook. I just want to shout out to Ice Cube for one of the best catfishes of all time. Oh, totally. Insane. He played like two minutes. I'm yeah, excited. He was I was terrible. Able to, I'm we excited. Saw- I am. I'm happy I was able to see in, in person Alan Iverson play the game of basketball. I'm happy to say that I was able to do that. But come yes. on. Come on, bro. Now, Come on. And, and, and so, so, so the game that we went to, Allen Iverson played like what three minutes and then got hurt, and then that was the only game he played that entire year. Same thing with Jason Williams. Yeah, well, James, Jason Williams actually got hurt. Yes, it, it wasn't just like uh, I don't think you can hang with these guys. <laughs> Genuinely, I don't know if Allen Iverson had shot a basketball since he retired. I don't think he did. No, I don't. I, I think he. I think his his Elton Brand and them were trying to get him into the rec league, and he was just like, "Yeah, nah, man, now, I got, I got more money than here's you." Here's the problem. <laughs> here's the problem with the big three now. Mm-hmm. It's not players that I care about seeing. Yes, it's one thing if it's like, 
like, oh, like, let's go watch retired Allen Iverson and retired Charles Oakley and all these Kenyon old Martin. guys, Kenyon Martin and guys that even Jackson, to, yeah, guys used to be like fun and go to watch to play. Mm-hmm. Rashad McCants, yeah, uh, Rashad Lewis. It was fun, mm-hmm. like yes, Darren Davis, those kind of guys. Even Kwame Brown and Brian Scalabrini. There's still even there was them. a place. Just them. guys, mm-hmm. guys that were recognizable. Exactly. I'm gonna read you Michael the top. <laughs> I'm gonna read you the top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna read you the top few picks of the big three draft this year. Alright. Tell me how many of these guys you've never heard of. Royce White. I've heard, heard of him of. just because yep. you know he played like 15 minutes. Yep. Chris Johnson. <laughs> okay. I, I've seen his name in 2K before. <laughs> I think I, I'm pretty sure he played for the Celtics on like a 10 day contract. I think he was on like that that Gerald Wallace Celtics team. Yeah, I think that's the one he was on, too. <laughs> Number three pick, Larry Sanders. I'm well, cool with that. That's I'm cool with that's that one. Great. Yes. Number four, Josh Powell. I'm, I'm, I'm cool enough with that one. Okay, if he's on if he's on the bench. Like, you know, he was on like, the, the Kobe Lakers with my man uh, DJ Benga. Yeah, it's like, I'm cool with that one if he's, like, barely playing. Exactly, yeah. He's got some, always had some But he was the fourth pick of the draft. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's problematic. Number five, Will McDonald. I, Never heard of him. I don't know who that is. Number six, Yakuba Diawara. Yeah, nah. Never heard of him. <laughs> and, and and I feel like we need to clarify, like, you and I are like basketball historians. Like we know most players. Yes, we 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 know. Here's the thing. We're such historians. I invented the first NAT. The NBA aptitude test while watching Celtics Bucks, as I told you guys. I, 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 I we, we know our shit. Don't get, don't get me started. Don't, we, we know our shit. All right, now the next one, the next one, Greg Oden. I'm cool with that one. Fantastic, love it. Patrick O'Brien. Eh, I don't love that one. It's like wow. he was, it's like he was bad in the NBA. Like, what do I want to see him play now? Yes. Number number nine, Sean Williams. Again. I, he was like, I don't, I don't give a, a, I don't give a damn. And he's actually, he's like weirdly famous because he married like an insta ho, and like oh, really? he's on like the the marriage boot camp show. Oh, that I didn't it's know. Not, he was on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh yes, yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, but see, but I'm not. Actually, we should, we should, we should rephrase this game. It's like, would you pay money to see these guys play? Good point. Sean Williams, not a fan. It's no. like no, no disrespect. You know, I hope you have a happy marriage, my guy. But yeah, the next one, Jamario Moon. Yes, yes, fantastic. I like him. The next yes. one, C.J. Leslie. No, I wouldn't. No. Next one. Dante Green, no. Trey Simmons, no. no. Jason Richardson, yes. Yes. Alan Anderson, no. No. Sam Young, no. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Alex Alex Scales, no. We get Brandon, the point. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> yeah, it, it's hey, just bro, I don't give I don't give a shit if these guys are good at basketball. Andre yeah. Owens was like the MVP. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Andre Owens is. We know our basketball. I don't he know was, who that he was, is. He was, he's actually a decent street baller, but um, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't give a damn who these guys are, bro. I don't, yeah. I don't give a damn who these guys. The point, the no, point I, is, I do give a damn who these guys are. I want to see. You know what? I want to see washed up Steve Francis. I want to yeah. see washed up Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather watch <laughs> Latrell Sprewell breaking jump shots than watch. Um, <laughs> then watch Will McDonald drain three pointers. Yeah, like I, I, I want to see like uh, Alan Houston make some like make a four point shot or yeah, four point shot. So, <laughs> or so just, I think some ridiculous stuff. You so know, I don't I don't think the league lasts very much longer just because they don't have 
they just don't have the name appeal. Like their biggest names are the coaches. Well, they got. I think they did it. To, to be fair, they got Amari. I think this year, right? Uh, they got. He, they got some guys this year. That's right. He some, might be a captain. They got some fun guys. They got Stromile Swift. I think. Uh, okay, they, so let me ask you this: Are you going to pay money to go see this? No. Okay, actually, actually, let me rephrase that <laughs> just because I would, because I would. You would. Okay, I would. I would. I would pay twenty dollars at most. Okay, yeah, I pay twenty dollars. Yeah. If yeah. if a ticket was twenty dollars, I'd go. If it's twenty five, I'm like, eh. If it's thirty, no. Okay. So. I agree. I agree. So big three, we're both disappointed. That was just our quick rant on that. <laughs> Actually, I have one. I have one last thing for people sure. who watch this podcast. I mean, listen to this podcast. I would like to give you an exam. I would like to give you an exam because school is oh out. You know, God. you might be might be in the the mood for exams. It's going to be really quick, but I do. You know, because I brought it up, I kind of feel like I, I I'm obligated to to share right. the NBA. Let's, let's go through it. Question one, Terry, and it's multiple choice. This is easy. Multiple choice. Terry Rozier on offense is a great B, often an atrocity that this earth has never seen before. Question two, having Dwight Howard on your team for any amount of money is a bad idea. A, true, B, false. <laughs> Three, see, I, I got the trick questions, too. This is, <laughs> Al, Deher- Al Horford was an undeserving all-star last year. A, true, B, false. 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 I, <laughs> Deadass. Thank you. See, that's, that's, that's a trick question. Um, four, I, see, I, got, I got the wording. You know, I got the SAT wording here. Um, number four, I would rather have Jared Dudley on my team than Derek Rose or Dwight Howard and, in 2019. A, yes, B, no. Yep. Five, Jason Kidd is a better coach than David Blatt. A, yes, B, no. <laughs> so if, if I'm not going to reveal the answers right now, but if, if you, you, should, if you should know the answers. You should know the answers. All right, that, that's all I got to say. Thank you for listening to the NAT. Yeah, and, and, thank, <laughs> and thank you guys for listening to the uh, for this week's episode of the Scores Table. We're going to – we'll be back. We'll be back next week. Uh and if not next week, the week after, uh, Julian's out of school, but I'm still I'm still very deep in finals, so I'm doing I'm doing my best here. <laughs> I'm actually about to take some summer classes online, so you know, oh yeah, so am I. It's about to be a biz, uh, whatever, so am I. whatever. So, so long as I don't have to go actually go to class or like uh, it's a, it's a, it's a W, it's a W. Yeah. All right, but that, but thanks for listening. If you guys enjoyed, uh, subscribe, leave a five star review, r- write a comment. We appreciate all of that, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys later. I got a new mic next week. Everything's gonna be everything's gonna be even better than usual. So you can bet on that with perfect. all the playoffs, all of that. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Later.